This week on Foamcast Radio, the Nerf Ultra 2 is out and the Dart DRM has already been defeated. Halo Blasters are back, but they won't be made by Boomco. The creator of the Venturi is back at it with a Talon-fed Flywheeler. Your Requisition Recon and Battlespace Intel awaits. And Adrian Ward from Flywheel the World is back in the war room to give us all the details on their first original blaster design. Listen up and load up. It's time for the biggest podcast in the world dedicated to foam blaster toys. News, reviews, events, and more. And now, recording from the broadcast bunker, it's Ben Anderson, the host of Foamcast Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Last week, I told you I'm looking for people who want to join my squad at West vs. Zombies in July. Well, I'm still looking, so if you're going to be there and want to be in the Foam Patrol squad, send me a message on social media or email me at info at foamcastradio.com. There is some required training, but it's really simple stuff, and it's just to ensure that your squad mates don't get you killed. Alright, no new Foam Patrol officers this week, but you can join the Foam Patrol and get your own shout-out in the episode by going to patreon.com slash foamcastradio. We've got some exciting stratcom this week, so let's get straight into it. First up, the Nerf Ultra 2 is available for purchase. You'll remember this is the rear-loading flywheel-powered revolver blaster, and it's been spotted at Walmart for $25. US Unfortunately, in stock form, it only works with the terrible Ultra Darts, but fortunately, Nick from Rad Blasters has already developed a conversion kit to use Elite Profile Darts. And I have to tip my hat to Nick because it only took him like four days to come up with this kit. Now the kit requires removing one part from the blaster and installing some pieces inside the stock cylinder as well as replacing the cage and flywheels. The cage included in the kit has a 42mm spacing and works with 130 motors like Krakens and common flywheels like the containment crew Infernos. So obviously you're also going to want to replace the motors, battery switches, and wiring which are not included in the kit. The kit is available for sale on the Rad Blasters Etsy shop for 20 US dollars. Next up, Hasbro has announced via GameSpot the upcoming release of new Halo Nerf Blasters. Now you might remember that the Halo toy license was previously owned by Mattel, and they used it to produce Boomco Blasters among other toys. Well, Hasbro recently acquired the Halo license, and these are the results. We've got a couple of micro shots modeled off the Covenant Needler and the UNSC Spanker, and those will sell for 10 US dollars each. And then we have the UNSC MA40, which is a bullpup, magazine-fed flywheel blaster that includes a unique 10-dart magazine and takes 4C batteries. And it includes a code that unlocks a unique weapon skin in the upcoming Halo Infinite game. Now the MA40 will be pretty pricey with a cost of 50 US dollars, and all three blasters will be available in stores on October 1st. Next up, Northeast Designs has announced a new blaster design. The new Trino is a flywheel-powered, solenoid-driven, talon-fed blaster. Most of the blaster is 3D printed, but it also features aluminum side panels. It's powered by Kraken motors and uses a worker hurricane cage and wheels from Out of Darts. It's designed to be powered by a 1000 mAh 3S battery, which is not included. Interestingly, it's got a hybrid trigger setup with both a dual-stage trigger and a manual rev trigger, so you can use it either way you want. 
One of the interesting features about this blaster is that the cages can be infinitely stacked, so you can have as many stages as you want. Ben Howell from Northeast Designs is expecting a 120 feet per second muzzle velocity for a single stage setup, and over 160 FPS for dual stage. When all is said and done, it should end up costing about 250 US dollars for a single stage unit after adding the battery, but Northeast Designs will be selling what I'm calling a gutless version, meaning it doesn't have any motors, flywheels, a battery, or the solenoid, but it will include a pre-made wire loom, and this version should be closer to 150 US dollars. There's no release date estimate yet, but I'm working on getting Ben Howell from Northeast Designs back on the podcast for more info, so stay tuned for that. And remember that Patreon supporters get to suggest questions for upcoming interviews. So if you're a Patreon supporter, be sure to leave a comment on the appropriate post if you have questions about the Neutrino. Foamcast Radio is supported by Blaster Wraps. I love modding blasters, and making them look unique can be so much fun. But painting takes a long time, a lot of sanding, and a clean and dust-free environment. Hydro dipping makes patterns possible, but takes a lot of skill and practice to get right. That's why I'm so excited about Blaster Wraps. These cool adhesive vinyl skins are custom created for popular blasters and available in hundreds of cool designs. From your favorite camo pattern to fun animal prints, even food patterns, and so much more. For a limited time, my listeners can get 20% off their order of any Blaster Wraps product by visiting foamcastradio.com wraps and using the coupon code foamcast at checkout. Customizing your blasters has never been so easy. Get your Blaster Wraps today at foamcastradio.com wraps and be sure to use the coupon code foamcast at checkout for your exclusive discount. Thanks to Blaster Wraps for supporting Foamcast Radio. Alright everybody, it's time for your Requisition Recon. The Nerf Modulus Strike and Defend Upgrade Kit is available from Walmart. Originally 15 US dollars, it's been clearanced down to 4. Amazon has the Nerf AccuStrike Quadrant, originally 10 US dollars, marked down to 7. And Walmart has the Nerf AccuStrike Alpha Hawk, originally 30 US dollars, marked down to 19. You can pick up the Nerf Zombie Strike Revoltinator, originally 50 US dollars, marked down to just 28 over at Amazon. Amazon also has the Nerf Rebel Mission Central App Rail Mount, originally 15 US dollars, marked down to 6. The Nerf Mega Tri-Break, originally 15 US dollars, has been marked down to 8 over at Amazon. And you can get the Nerf Mega Megalodon, originally 40 US dollars, for just 30 US dollars over at Amazon. Amazon also has the Nerf Rival Rechargeable Battery Pack, originally 30 US dollars, marked down to 12. Over at Target, you can get the Nerf Fortnite ARE Blaster, originally 50 US dollars, for just 35. The Adventure Force Double Trouble, originally 20 US dollars, is on sale for just 15 over at Walmart. And both Amazon and Target have the Dart Zone Ballistics Ops 100 Round Refill Pack, originally 15 US dollars, marked down to 12. The DC Superhero Girls Batgirl Blaster, originally 15 US dollars, is on sale for just 12 on Amazon. And finally, Target has the Nerf Laser Ops Classic Ion Blaster 2 Pack, originally 30 US dollars, marked down to 22. If you make a purchase from Blaster Wraps, use the coupon code FOAMCAST to get 20% off. If you make a purchase from Flux Sunglasses, use the code FLUXCAST10 for 10% off. 
And if you make a purchase from SM Enterprises, use the code FOAMCAST for 10% off. And don't forget to join my Facebook fan group, FOAMCAST Radio Fans, where I share giveaways and contests from all the different blaster manufacturers and mod companies. Alright, let's get into this week's Battlespace Intel. On Saturday, February 22nd, the Carolina Nerf Association is having their Rival League and Darts at the Park events in Burlington, North Carolina. The Richmond Nerf Club is having their War Number no. 3 in Richmond, Virginia. Then on Sunday, February 23rd, Nerf War Club for Adults is having their Rival Wars event in Monrovia, California. And Sandlot Sports Foundation is having their Rival Wars event in Knoxville, Tennessee. Then on Friday, February 28th, the First Emanuel Lutheran Church is having their Nerf Night in San Jose, California. Big thanks to everyone who submitted their events this week. Make sure you follow at Foamcast Radio on Twitter for critical mission updates. For more info on any of these events and to make sure your event gets mentioned on the podcast, visit foamcastradio.com intel. Foamcast Radio is supported by SM Enterprises. If you're like me, the first thing you do when you get a new blaster is open it up and start modding it. But what if you didn't have to? My friends at SM Enterprises are professional blaster modders with the equipment and experience necessary to provide premium quality, high performance modded blasters at reasonable prices. Their highly rated online store offers many of the most popular blasters in a variety of configurations. Or, if you prefer doing the upgrades yourself, they also offer great modding components, like pre-cut K26 springs, spring spacers, tools, and more. They even have a variety of ammo types to choose from. And for a limited time, SM Enterprises is offering my listeners an exclusive discount. Order now and use coupon code FOAMCAST to get 10% off your entire order. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to FOAMCAST Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. That's foamcastradio.com slash smenterprises. Thanks to SM Enterprises for supporting FOAMCAST Radio. Alright everybody, it's time for your counterintelligence contest. This week's winner is Boomstick Mods. He'll be receiving 50 full-length worker darts provided by my friends at SM Enterprises. Stay tuned for more giveaways, and if you have something you'd like to give away to one of my listeners, send me an email at info at foamcastradio.com. Alright everybody, this week I'm really excited to be talking once again to Adrian Ward. He's the founder and designer from Flywheel the World. Adrian, how you doing today? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm really excited to talk to you about your new blaster that you guys have come up with. Uh, you were actually on the podcast before back on episode 55, so I definitely encourage people to go and listen to that episode to learn a little bit more about you, your backstory, starting Flywheel the World. But for the folks at home, uh, can you really quickly just give us a condensed version of kind of how you got into this hobby? No worries. So, um, yeah, about two years ago, uh, my son bought himself a what did he bought he bought himself a regulator with some um, prize money that he won for an academic award at school. Um, I wanted to play with him, so I picked up a couple of old yellow end strike blasters, a whole box full, and discovered that they actually weren't even as good as a stock regulator. So I started trying to see what I could do to be competitive with a regulator. From there, things progressed, and yeah, awesome. Now, recently, Flywheel the World has announced its own unique original blaster design, the Nexus. Can you just start out by telling us a little bit about the Nexus? What is it exactly? Okay, so the Nexus 
as the name would suggest, is the coming together of the various things that we've developed over the last couple of years. It's a subcompact micro flywheel hyperdrive solenoid pusher blaster. It's going to be available in semi-automatic or select fire. Yeah, and it's it's just a very small, compact, and very fun to use little blaster. Now, the Nexus is a Talon-fed half-dart blaster, correct? That is correct. And we have seen similar uh, Talon-fed flywheel blasters in the past using the micro flywheels. What makes the Nexus unique and different from the other blasters that are already out there? Okay, what makes the Nexus different? The entire assembly of the blaster has been designed to be completely screwless. The only screws in the blaster at all are the ones that hold the motors into the cage, and that's still the best way to secure motors into the cage. But other than that, you can completely you can completely tear the blaster down without tools. You can build it back up. It's also got swappable shells, so you can pull a shell off and put another shell on, which makes it very, very flexible in terms of customizability for the customer. You can have, at the moment, we've just got the one aesthetic of shell, but that will progress over time. So you'll be able to swap between colors depending on your loadout. You'll be able to swap if you're going to, say, a steampunk LARP. You could put a steampunk shell on there if you want to go for an indoor game with your mates where you want to be super tactical. You could go for a black shell if you're going out in public. You can make it bright colors, and you can do all of that on the same blaster. Now, these shell swaps that you're talking about, are they pretty quick and easy to do? They are pretty quick. I got it down to about four and a half seconds when I was fiddling and seeing how fast I could do it. I can't promise I can do it that fast again, but well and truly under 10 seconds to um, to pull a shell off and put another shell on. Awesome. I, I don't suppose uh, you could maybe give us like an audio demonstration of this process. Sure. I can definitely do that. Um, I actually do have a blaster here in front of me. So here we go. Um, in three, two, one, go. There we go. So that's changed from white and gray to black and red. Very cool. Well, that is definitely a unique feature and something that I think some people are really going to appreciate. I've definitely got more questions about the Nexus. Before I get to those, though, I've got a quick message from one of my hand-selected sponsors, and then we'll be right back. Foamcast Radio is supported by Flux Sunglasses. Whenever you're flinging foam, you need to be wearing eye protection. But shop glasses don't protect you from glare or UV rays, and most sunglasses are either too expensive for the battlefield or too cheap to hold up to punishment. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Flux Sunglasses. These stylish sunglasses are durable enough to protect you from flying foam, polarized to cut glare, UV protected, and ridiculously affordable. For a limited time, my listeners can visit foamcastradio.com flux and use the coupon code foamcast at checkout to save 15% off their already low prices. Protecting your eyes on the battlefield is important. Don't wait another day to protect yourself with the only brand of eyewear I trust when I'm out on the field. Visit foamcastradio.com slash flux right now and don't forget to use the coupon code FOAMCAST to save 15% off your entire order. Thanks to Flux Sunglasses for being the official eyewear of Foamcast Radio. All right, everybody, we are back with Adrian Ward from Flywheel the World talking about the Nexus Blaster. So, Adrian, this is definitely a different sort of concept as far as 3D printed blasters go. Uh, Where did the inspiration for this project actually come from? Um, Okay, so this is a project I've been wanting to... 
I've been wanting to do for quite some time to combine the, the hyperdrive solenoid with the micro flywheels and just make a super compact micro flywheel blaster that basically it's ended up doing what I was trying to do when I put the first micro flywheels in a recon, which is have something that I could dual wheel that was a lot smaller than a strife that was mag fed. The developments in mags over the last couple of years and, and grip fed and that sort of thing have just made it so much easier than using a, a mag in front of grip, which was really all that was out there when I did that first recon. Yeah, so that's that was sort of the inspiration behind the whole thing. And then it sort of stemmed out of that. Uh, we used the we used a grip designed by Mr. Heath Pants. It was one that he's working on for his upcoming MHP3. Um, we're using that with permission and licensed. Basically, the reason for that is that it was far and away the most comfortable grip that I'd used, and I didn't see myself being able to design anything that was that was more comfortable. Well, it definitely sounds like it's been quite the project for you. Um, how, how long have you been working on the Nexus? Um, been working on the Nexus pretty much since the start of January and probably got about 200 hours of design time into it in that two months been a pretty intense couple of months getting it to this point. Wow. I, I imagine during that amount of time, you definitely probably faced some various challenges and issues, things you had to work around, especially with the fact that it is a screwless design. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the challenges that you faced during the development? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the screwless design definitely presented some challenges because everything has to fit together just so. It can't be it can't be too tight or it's too hard to put together. If it's too loose, it feels sloppy. Even if it's not going to come apart, it doesn't feel nice. So the actual the tolerances were very important and went through lots and lots of revisions of each part, just adjusting tolerances by 0.1 to 0.05 of a mil to try and get it all to um to just feel nice and solid when it's together but still come apart easily. Also, the compact nature of it made the switch assembly very complicated, especially it was especially challenging trying to work out how to fit a um a select fire switch down in somewhere and I wanted that to be somewhere that you could reach it with your trigger finger so it's still dual wieldable because dual wieldable is a um a must have as I said earlier. I've managed to get it so that the Select fire switch can be mounted on either side and it can be activated with your with your trigger finger. So you don't have to use your other hand to switch modes. You can just move your finger up and flick back and forwards between the modes. Um, on that note, while I'm thinking about it, we've got we've actually got a plug and play select fire board in the works at the moment. It's been held up. Speaking of challenges, it's been held up in China by the coronavirus. So the coronavirus has held up development on that. They've got the prototypes pretty close to ready for us, but they can't ship them because they're not officially at work at the moment. And we've also got motors in development <clears throat> that have been held up by the same front. So initially when it launches, the select fire will be two-way with a pulse generator and a MOSFET, and semi-automatic will just be a straight switch. And... Um, and we'll be using honey badges for the motors. Once the boards and motors become available, then we will switch over and we'll do some, we'll do some kind of a, a special deal for anyone who buys early but wants to upgrade to the new parts. I don't know exactly what that'll be just yet, but we always try to look after our customers, especially the ones who get in early on stuff. The other major challenge was the mag release. Because of the compactness of the blaster and where the 
detente on the um, on the Talon Mag sits. It was interesting to to work out the mag release for that. But I think with the um, mag release on the back of the grip, like we've got it, it sits just below the heel of your hand. For anyone who's worried, when you're holding it in firing position, it doesn't contact your hand at all. So, so to actually do a mag drop, you've got to physically rotate your thumb up and the back of your hand down onto that button. When you're holding it in firing grip, your webbing is actually also pressing on the on the top of the release. So that helps hold it locked in. For dual wieldable, that was also something that was was tricky to work out because you don't want to be having to have a mag release that you've got to press with your other hand and there's just not room in there for any for any fancy lever action systems because it's so so tight inside this blaster. Well, it's definitely clear that you've spent a lot of time working on this and the results speak for themselves. I'm sure by now people are interested in finding out when they can get a hold of one of these and where they can find it. So when and where are people going to be able to order the Nexus? Okay, so the Nexus is hopefully going to be available for public order mid to late March. It's depending a little bit. We've just got to stock up on hardware. The design is basically there now. I'll be letting people who responded to our first Facebook post know that if they want to pre-order, I'll be in touch with them directly. And those will go, those pre-orders will be taken and shipped out prior to the public release. Those, those anyone, anyone who responded on the Facebook page and pre-ordered, those will be shipped out prior to prior to the blaster going live for public sales. When it goes live for public, it's only going to be available on the website. The files will not be on Thingiverse for this one. Um, and the website for anyone who's interested is www.flywheeltheworld.com. Very exciting. And then for people who are interested in checking out Flywheel the World, kind of seeing what you guys are working on and following along, where can they find you on social media? So yeah, if anyone wants to follow us on social media, um, we've got a Facebook page, flywheelthworld.com, and the same on Instagram. Um, or you can follow user the Jesus Freak on Reddit, although I don't get on there as much as I would like to. Very cool. Adrian, thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been awesome getting to learn more about the Nexus and the development process and, and things like that. Before I let you go, I've got that one final question that I ask every guest at the end of an interview. And that, of course, is other than the Nexus, what is your favorite blaster? I'm going to have to say the Vulcan. I have far too many, probably close on 20 in my shed, and I now have one of each color in my possession. I know it's very sad and tragic, but it is what it is. Awesome. Adrian, thank you so much for talking to me today. No problem at all. All right, everybody. If you want to hear the pre- and post-interview conversation I had with Adrian, Patreon supporters have access right now to the behind-the-scenes version. Before I let you go, I've got a quick action item for you. Head to the Foamcast Radio fans group and answer this question. What is your favorite printed blaster? You can choose multiple options in the poll and add your own, so go vote and then discuss your answer in the comments. Thanks to Blaster Wraps, SM Enterprises, and Flux Sunglasses for sponsoring this episode. Please support the podcast by supporting my sponsors. You can find a complete listing of all my sponsors at foamcastradio.com sponsors. Thanks to Adrian Ward from Flywheel the World for being my guest this week. And I want to give a big shout out to Jackie Kavarovics for helping me with producing some vinyl decals for the Foam Patrol vehicle. This isn't a service that she's providing to everyone, it's a favor she offered to do for me, and I just wanted to shout her out to show my appreciation. 
To follow along with the progress and to see the Foam Patrol vehicle, make sure you're following me at Foamcast Radio on Instagram. Also, thanks to my supporters on Patreon. If you liked this episode, please consider becoming a supporter on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. Rewards include shoutouts, suggesting questions for upcoming guests, automatic entry in every counterintelligence contest, and more. You can sign up and directly support future episodes of the podcast at patreon.com slash foamcastradio. And finally, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the battlefield. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to make sure you won't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so it's easy to follow us and share this episode with your friends. You can also find us at foamcastradio.com, where you can view the show notes, order merch, and more. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Foamcast Radio. If you make a purchase from Blaster...